Welcome to The Breakaway, a Sacramento Republic podcast. Banded in the box! Unbelievable strike! <laughs> My goodness, what a defensive play! Half the crowd can't even believe it! Welcome back into The Breakaway Match Week Edition. Our guest today, color commentator from last night, former Sac Republic FC midfielder and in the MLS, Adam Moffitt. You were on last week, Adam. And we talked a lot about various things, but we got to talk about last night's win. Two straight wins for the Republic, a gritty win, two straight road wins, by the way. And I want to start, I know, you know, early in the season, Mark Briggs and company, and we've talked about the skill of the attack and how good this offense can be. But we've seen they have struggled finishing um, in the final third. We've seen that happen. But my thing is, maybe this is just who this team is. Maybe they're a gritty team who, who fights, who wins 1-0 games, 2-1 to games. Maybe they aren't as high-scoring a team as we thought, but they're, they're so good defensively. We've seen Rafa Diaz was unbelievable. That's kind of my hot take is maybe this team has to reevaluate who they are as an identity and, you know, after the 3-3 draw on the first match back against Tacoma Defiance, Mark Briggs said he wanted a 1-0 win against Reno. He kind of changed their identity a little bit when he says that. And ever since then, they've kind of been that team that hasn't given up goals, that hasn't gotten as many chances. So, I mean, do you think that they have to reevaluate their identity at all after this, after another 1-0 win? Or, or have they kind of been doing that on the run? What is your take on that? Yeah, it's it's an interesting point. You know, obviously with the firepower they have going forward, it's like, okay, here we have Belmar coming in, adding to the goals that Werner scored last year, that Awasa scored for Mela, had a good preseason, good start uh, to the season. So, yes, okay, let's go. Let's go out. Let's go score as many goals as possible. That hasn't happened, but here we are, 12 points. So the right. results are still coming in. But I, it is still so early in season, even though, I mean, it is it's not. August. <laughs> yes, it's not. And it's ha- we're almost halfway through the season, obviously, with the shortened uh, year. They're still trying to find their identity. I think I, the emphasis hasn't been on keeping clean sheets, keeping clean sheets. I, I know that they want to put the ball in the back of the net as much as possible, and they're creating opportunities to do that. I think what's going to be interesting is it's going to come at some point. These guys are going to start putting putting the ball in the back of the net, you know, and it's continuing with that clean sheet at the back. And you don't have to be playing the best currently at this point. You know, you want to make the playoffs and be playing your best at that point, have that momentum. And you're seeing it. You're seeing, again, that identity still being formed, being very hard to beat is a good thing. You know, you may not. The performance might not be fantastic, but I'll tell you what, you, you come away with one nil victories, you're gonna gonna have some success. That's my thing is is maybe that the fact that I mean I mean a week ago, Republic were before these two wins, we were talking about how, oh man, they gotta start finishing, they gotta find ways to finish. And and my thing is, hey, if they're pulling out one nil wins, I don't care how they do it. I know they're not playing the best in the front. They're that's gonna come. The the important thing is defensively they've looked solid. In goal, they've looked great. Obviously, uh, Rafa Diaz has been a huge part of that. But I just think that, I don't know, maybe that's who this team is, at least for this moment. Maybe that's right now. Okay, we're, we haven't been able to finish very much. Uh, we've been struggling in the final third to, to not put balls in the back of the net. And, but we know, we know that's going to come. We know it's going to come. So, but, and we also know that our defense is going to keep stepping up. So I, I don't know. I'm excited for, 
for when that switch happens. But I'm also very happy with the result last night. I mean, Reno is a great team. Granted, they missed a couple opportunities. But now you're start talking about the race for the top seed in Group A. Reno still has a game to play as we're tied at 12 points. And goal differential um, obviously being a factor for Reno. Sacramento probably, because they're three back on goal differential, not including the game coming up uh, that, that Reno has in hand. They're probably going to have to have more points than Reno to have the, the first seed, even though they'll beat them twice. I just think that Sacramento, they're playing well. I mean, it's not – it's maybe a different style than what we expected. Not style. Maybe different score lines than we expected. But you have to be happy with the results. Two road wins, both 1-0. Um, and I just think that maybe we can see the Republic start to build on this, on these couple wins, get some momentum, and the momentum sh uh, shifting to the offensive side. Yeah, the, the concern obviously is – oh, we're not taking the chances. And we saw in the Galaxy game, there was chance after chance. And when you don't take that, then you, you leave yourself susceptible, right, to just giving up one goal and then you lose the game. And, yeah, the results have been good. But we've got to look again. Last night, it was a penalty kick. Mm -hmm. It was the own goal, the Portland game, you know, which almost was a, a, a goal. And then it was the penalty kick against Reno prior to that. So from the run of play it still isn't going in right but that is the, the way the team's kind of coming together it's like well we're keeping clean sheets in the back and if we do give up it's just one goal at a time you know that the 3-3 three, three game with Tacoma last time out was obviously that was a little blip on the radar but yeah we'll, we'll see how it unfolds it is it's a shortened season this year so there's a little less time you know for that to evolve but it's going to be real important playing against Reno, you know, another two games against them. They're, they're going to want to come by. They're not going to want to lose this season series. And then you're looking at the goal difference. Obviously, Portland seems to be the team that are giving up the goals. So right. you've Reno's put four past them. Tacoma's put four past them. So that those are the games you're looking, okay, can we start maybe building up? Because if it does, you want to finish top of the table, obviously. And if it does come down to goal difference, you got you got to start putting it in the back of the net. Well, one of the reasons why you want to be a top of Group A is because you don't want to play Phoenix Rising in the, in the, in the knockout round of the first round because they have gotten red hot, and they continue to be a juggernaut in the Western Conference of the USL. Okay, let's talk a little bit more about the match last night. Rafa Diaz, we have to start with him. Uh, he was the MVP last night. I mean, he was absolutely incredible. He came up with stop after stop in monster situations. Um, and, and I know you talked about a little bit as a former teammate of his, he's been kind of waiting for this chance. He's been working hard behind the scenes as a backup goalkeeper for three years in Sacramento. He's getting his chances now with Grinwis out with the injury. And now he's pretty much become, I don't know if Republic can replace him. I don't know if Grinwis is going to get his spot back because he has been so good. He has been, he's really stepped up. And, you know, I spoke about it a little bit in the broadcast last night. He's, he's pretty much just sat on the bench for three years straight kind of waiting his turn. And it's not just, you know, moping around at the training ground. This guy's probably the hardest working guy there because what happens is the starting goalkeeper, you know, is going to be playing the game. So he takes a rest. And if players want to do extra stuff after the game, you know, Rafael go and goal. He'll be, he'll be diving around. He, backup goalies probably put their body through more than any other player, mm. but they don't get to playing games. So for him now to be ready, we saw last uh, last year, you know, Shellsworth came in. You know, we thought maybe Diaz could have taken that spot. It, it wasn't to be at that point. They brought someone else in. 
that would have stung, you know, that, that, that definitely yeah. stung him, you know, thinking, okay, all right, Josh is gone. Cohen's gone. Here's my chance. And then bringing someone else in that, that, that takes a little, that takes a hit to your, your confidence, you know, your ego. Um, so to see him being like, okay, I'm stepping up. This is my, this is my role now. And it's, it's tough when it's a guy getting injured, like Groom was getting hurt. That's so unfortunate for him, but you know, that's the way the game goes. You know, I've been in, on both sides of that situation before and his response has been so good so far. And you know him as a teammate, uh, former teammate. And I mean, you, you've talked about on the broadcast as well, how good of a teammate he was and is, and how much do you think that comes in, into a factor for the guys, especially the back line and, and midfielders and such, who are going to be in there uh, protecting the clean sheet necessarily protecting the goal with him is it's almost like a, a quarterback situation with an offensive line where these guys want to play, they want to play well for Rafa. Obviously, they want to play well for Grinwis as well. They want to play well for everybody. But because you know Rafa's put in the time, you know he's a great teammate, that makes you want to just work a little bit harder for him? It definitely does. You know, when you have that respect for someone off the field, you know, and it doesn't necessarily have to be on the field of abilities, you know, it it goes a long way in a team setting. Um, And I know everyone... Even last night, if you saw some pictures after the game, you know, did Grimwis signs, you know, just yep. that, and that's good to see from a team. You know, they're they're, they're together. It's been such a funky season where mm-hmm. you don't the camaraderie's really been hard to build because there's so many different restrictions and hanging out with each other. So just to see that they're pulling together, and then with Rafa coming in, they know it's his opportunity as well, and it's a guy they love, they respect, they trust. And you, you can see that they, they, they have really stepped it up. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the, the lineup the Republic went with last night. Uh, Asher pulling back in the starting 11 at left back. Iwasa up top. Um, Bijev kind of as a, I guess you could call him a center attacking mid um, in, this, in that situation. I thought Bijev was the most aggressive he's been all season. Obviously, he got the PK goal, which was I mean, a monster in the win. But he took a shot from about, what, 25 to 30 yards out. Uh, I think around the 12th or 13th minute, I could be wrong on the timing, but, and you said it, that's the kind of shot you want him to take. He almost put it on frame. I think it was, I think he was on frame actually. And when he's aggressive like that, how much better is it for the Republic? So much better. I I believe it was a game a few weeks ago where he came in and he'll, he'll make that drive and run and then maybe just reluctant pass last night. It's like, you know what? I'm taking this and I'm shooting, you know? And, a lot of times in the game when you have that drive, I don't know what it was about it last night, but you could tell watching the game that he wanted to prove something. And he, he hasn't been starting every game, and he's capable of doing it. And if he comes out with that attitude, that energy, um, he, he can have a really good impact this season. And you saw, again, last night, he, he had that great shot with his left foot, and then yeah. the, the corner kick that resulted from that takes it with his chest, fires off, and then Skundrich was unlucky not to put the ball in the back of the net off the rebound. So it was really positive for him. And then the confidence to step up and take the penalty kick as well. Obviously, let's talk, a little, let's talk about the penalty, though, real quick. Oh, <laughs> the actual yeah. call of the penalty. You guys didn't talk about it too much because I don't know if you wanted to, to say it as well. We can talk about it now. Yeah. It looked like it was a bit of a flop, right? I mean, we can, we can say what it is here. It, it, it was it was weird. It, 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 the way the defender was just it, it looked like he was just hacking, just kicking at something. He, he he didn't kick the ball, and he I don't know if he kicked Cam that hard either. But it, 
I don't know. It, it, to be honest, from the defender, it it was it was really sloppy from him. Yeah. Yes, a little bit soft. Cam goes down. Um, I, but again, as a forward, you're taught you get contact in the box going yeah. down. Yeah. I mean, Cam could have fallen down there. No one would have said anything. No, no, no. I, and I just think I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Again, for a guy as, as experienced as Chan Jijian, I can't. I didn't say his name last night because I couldn't pronounce it. Um, <laughs> You know, yeah, it just, it was a strange one. Soft, but you'll take it. Oh, absolutely, you'll take it. And I know Reno was, was, uh, was unhappy with the call, but he was, you're right, he was, it was very physical, really down the field, him and Cam together. Um, and then it just seemed like at that point, Cam knew, made the right decision, obviously, got the penalty, and then Bijib with the finish. And that's really the difference maker. All right, let's talk Sam Warner a little bit. So Sam is kind of, his, his role has, has been consistently, he's the, he has been the guy who has been physical on the outside. Uh, we know how talented he can be. Um, but, and you talked about it a bit last night, the balls that he's been serving in lately, they've just been incredible. One, I mean, he served a ball across into Carlton Belmar that I, he headed wide. But I didn't realize that he had that much crossing ability in him. I knew he had it in him, but I've been shocked at how, consistent in how well he has been on free kicks he's been on crosses did you know that he had that in him yes I think so I mean I, I recall actually my last year playing Sam came in a little bit and no one knew much about him you know he played in, I know he played at Stanford at college but mm-hmm. you know in the professional ranks didn't hadn't done anything but he came in and I, I was impressed you know and he, even in those games he was it's an old-fashioned kind of winger, which isn't you don't see as much of anymore. Where they kind of get their head down, direct, and then they can whip balls in. You, yeah. you don't see a lot of that. And he he can play, you know, the new style as well, where he maybe starts on the right, comes in, goes on his left. He can use both feet, which as well, which is very useful. Yeah. Um, but that's something I noticed. Obviously, before he really made an impact in the first team, that yeah, he started so. As a forward, you got to know, okay, if he gets a little half-step, he's going to put a good ball in. And, you know, it's just speaking about Roro hasn't been in there taking set pieces or something, right. but stuff like that. It's great from Warner. That, that was a great ball. Again, that was his right foot. He, and the value to him is he can go right, he can go left, the ball back to Belmar. And it was, it was a tough one for Colton to put in. Um, but very dangerous. He, he's also put, I think, it was almost the most crosses in the league this year. So. Yeah, those are going to come from that for sure. He's got he's third in the Western Conference in chances created with 16, which Roro was up at 10 for a while, and Werner's kind of jumped into that spot where he's the one creating the chances now. I guess I, I knew he, I obviously you know as a winger you got to be able to cross, and I knew he could he had the skills, but I guess the preciseness of where he's placing balls um, has been really really impressive. So I knew he could do it. I just mean he's been so impressive yeah. on his yeah, crosses. Sure. Uh, yeah, and I just I'm I'm very excited to see. What happens on Saturday against Tacoma? Because I mean, we can talk about that match in a little bit. I want to get to a little bit more from, from last night. What types of other things did you, what did you see from the defense you liked? I know Reno missed a couple chances they probably would have liked to convert. Um, and Republic may be lucky a few times. But defensively, you had to be relatively happy with the play Republic had, right? Yeah, you saw, obviously, Reno going for that goal in the second half. It was, it was nice to see Deco Keenan coming in. and Yeah. You know, he's got those older legs. It's similar to what I had in my last couple of years, but he was 
putting himself around it. It may be a bit fortunate with that handball, but um, right. But when it's a game like that and you're you're up one zero, you got to defend. There's going to be mistakes, right? We we all know that's going to happen, and a lot of fortune, you know, that it didn't turn into a goal. But you could see the t- the team are pulling together. They're fighting hard for each other, battling. Oh, yeah. They're doing all those things which you need to do, right? Again, the ball isn't going in the back of the net, but if they don't take their opportunities, you keep fighting, you keep battling for each other. You saw it, and there was a few sloppy plays at the back, and it was a little concerning. It seemed the the communication was a little bit off, you know, so didn't result in any goals. So I think that it's, it's really encouraging that they were able to keep another clean sheet. They, they'll definitely take a lot of positives from there. And it, the standout was obviously Diaz, you know, some really big stages. Um, and then coming from coming for crosses as well. When the goalie comes and just snatches a cross out there like that, takes so much pressure off you in the back. I mean, I just think we, we could, this team just feels like they are just really gritty right now. And they're pulling out tough games. And arguably, you could say that Reno was the better team last night. Um, but the way Sacramento handled it, I mean, it was, it was a pretty even match, in my opinion. I mean, I thought both yeah. teams play, were playing very well. It was one of the most even matches we've seen because when Reno came to town last time and Sacramento beat them 1-0, really the Republic should have had two to three goals. Um, they yes. just couldn't convert. Yeah. This was more of a hard nose, really neither team able to find the back in the net in play, obviously the penalty. Um, but, I mean, Reno missed a lot of chances. Sacramento missed a lot of chances. But, again, it was the grittiness of Sacramento that I think was the reason that they were able to come out with the 1-0 win and hold them off in the end. It is. And credit to them. It's, yeah. Yeah. The home game, even though it was a 94th-minute penalty kick or it was a late penalty kick from Kamawasa at home, you know, they, again, they deserved to win that game. Last mm-hmm. night was tight. Last night there was, there was chances either. I mean, you look at Skundrich's chance was probably the best chance of the game. Not much he knew about it. There's, I mean, Richards had just kind of come off him as well. Um, so, yeah, it, it, I think it was a little more even last night. Again, you, Reno did have the chances, didn't take them. So that grittiness that you've, you've mentioned, Connor, is, is something that's going to come. And as, those, as they keep working through things, as they keep building this team chemistry, um, I have no doubt more goals will come. I don't think every game we're going to be watching is going to be 0-0, 1-0. You know, there is going to be a point where, you know, the, the goals will come in. And they may, the goals may be conceded as well. But if they're putting the ball back in the net, that's a good thing. All right, let's talk a little about Tacoma this weekend. Um, last time these two teams played, uh, it was a goal fest. Uh, Tacoma scored, I believe, the first minute. And then Republic came back, scored three of their own, and then gave up two late uh, that were – a tough way to end the first match back. I know the players were pretty disappointed about it, as were the fans. But that was kind of the the old Republic in a sense, where that was when they were able to score goals. They were able to. They were finishing. It was the first match back. A lot of jitters, a lot of excitement. Now they're playing much better defensively. We know that Rafa Diaz has been three straight clean sheets. The back line's been great, although two early yellow cards from McCrary and Sargis were a little bit concerning. Um, but Deco Keenan came in and did a great job off the bench to replace Sargis. But we talk about defensively against Tacoma, comparatively from the first match back, how much has this team progressed on that back line? Yeah, that, that was obviously a disappointing result. Losing the goal early, great response, and then to tie it at home. 
first game back, you know, that, that, that was definitely disappointing. Um, but we've seen a good response defensively from there. Um, and and it's, it, it's very interesting because Tacoma, I mean, a lot of people looked at the group at the start and they're like, okay, Reno, Sacramento, they're just going to walk through it. You, you never really know what you're going to get from teams like Tacoma, Timbers 2, even the Monarchs, you know, LA Galaxy 2. You know, so many young players, they're a little bit hard to read. They don't feel the same kind of pressure. So, and there's a little naivety to how they approach things. And they, they, they've been exciting to watch Tacoma. So I think a lot of people just assuming, oh, it's against Tacoma, the Sounders too, which you know a lot of people know them as. But right. they've been fun to watch. So they like to attack. But then when you're playing against these teams that have typically a lot of teenagers, then you have to take advantage, exploit their inexperience and, the Republic has a more experienced team, and this is a good opportunity this week to kind of, okay, let, let, let's keep building on what we've been doing. And for them, it's creating a gap between Tacoma and Naha. It's like, okay, if we can win this game. That's, that, that's three more points that we can separate from them. So it's going to be really fun to see. Again, it's maybe you know, Tacoma, a lot of people don't think it's going to be a good game. But it, again, they're really exciting young team. they get some really promising young players. And they played really well against Reno. They played well, obviously, against Portland. Um, they've had some good matches. So they have seven points right now on the table, but they've only played six games. Republic with 12 points playing seven games. So a loss on Saturday, uh, Tacoma could be able to jump them in the, in the standing. So it's, a, it's another important match for Sacramento, but it's been a huge, what, eight, three games in eight days and the first two games on the road. Both matches, Republic have won 1-0. They're playing well they're probably playing the best soccer we've seen them play all year what kinds of things do you expect sacramento to, what what adjustments from this reno game do you like would you like to see them make going into saturday obviously you got to take into account both games already coming in so i know players are going to be tired yeah and playing in reno you're a mile high you're at altitude it, the recovery time from those games is a little bit longer um so that's something I know that Coach Mark Briggs is going to look at, you know, how are guys recovering. But you don't want to change too much either because when you're on a little bit of a roll like this, you know, and these are the guys who have been playing, you don't want to, it's, oh, here we go, we change seven or eight guys, which I don't even know if they have that amount right. uh, available to them right now. But you want to keep as much kind of cohesiveness as possible. But at the same time, if, you know, Bijev the other day getting, the whole game looked really good, right? Can we keep him in? That could depend on how he's feeling. You know, he, you, the next day, waking up after a game, you know, those, those guys will be coming. I probably got home last night, but they'll be, they'll be, they'll be filling it today from that because that, that, that's a grind. That is a grind putting in, uh, putting in that after four or five days. We had a game before that. So that may change a little bit, but the focus will still be the same. You know, can we continue to create these opportunities um, and defend solidly at the back? Whoever the personnel is. Yeah, and hopefully Sacramento can pull off another three wins, which would be a three-game winning streak. Uh, well, I mean, Adam, it's a lot of excitement happening right now around this Republic team. I know they're not just 1-0 wins, but three points are three points, and especially in a weird season like this where it's tough to get momentum, um, Republic seem to, be have doing that, seem to be doing that, and hopefully they can – find their way a little bit offensively and we, and we see a, 
a barrage of goals coming up. I mean, that would be, that would be excellent. It would be awesome to see Iwasa get his 50th. We know we've been talked about it for a while. Uh, he almost had it uh, with the own goal and then the PK that he missed. But, uh, I mean, overall, I think Sacramento has got to be feeling pretty good about themselves. I, I mean, they have to be. You've been playing well, especially defensively. Offensively, I know it's not as been good as, as you want, but you're sitting right now tied at the top of the table with Reno um, in a huge match Saturday. And, and maybe, you know, with a win Saturday, you take a little bit of a deep breath and you don't have to play another game on, to, on Wednesday because, you know, you have a little bit of a break. But uh, it's going to be exciting to see what this Republic team does here down the stretch. Uh, we're about halfway through, halfway through the season. So we'll see. Uh, well, Adam Offit, thank you so much, my friend. Any, uh, any predictions for Saturday? What are you thinking? Um, I think there's going to be more than one goal scored by Republic um, and I fancy a clean sheet again I think Diaz is going to keep another clean sheet so I'm predicting 2-3-0 but okay. don't tell you know what somebody actually t- tw- uh, tweeted in at the game last night 1-0 sack Republic early in the game and we kind of called it out so I don't know who that was but if you listen to this well done um, they predicted the 1-0. So maybe whoever that was, we should look that up and get their prediction. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I hope to see more goals, obviously. Um, when you're announcing a game as well, it, it helps when there's there's more goals. There was plenty of action last night, which was helpful. So yeah, three points. As long as we get the three points again and keep building on what's been going on. Yeah, three points. Doesn't matter how you get them. I was going to ask you what's your over-under. I was going to put the over-under of goals scored on Saturday, see what you took at one and a half. You think you take the over on that? I take over. Yeah, I take over. Love it. I'm hoping to see the over. Last week we talked about it. We felt like they were the goals are going to be coming against Portland. Rob McAllister and I on Tuesday thought they were going to be coming last night against (laughs) Reno. Uh, But hey, a win's a win. Three points is three points. Uh, So we're excited. Republic back in action Saturday night, taking on Tacoma Defiance FC, 8 p.m. KQCA my 58, and uh, Estrella TV as well as ESPN Plus. Adam Moffat, thank you so much, man. I appreciate it and. uh, Hopefully, next time we talk to you, Republic will have three points. Thanks, Connor.